The following podcast has been rated TVMA, NSFW, R, and NC-17, so it is not safe for kids. Put your children to bed. You spend enough time with them anyway. Times are getting a little easier these days, but that don't mean taking time for yourself needs to. When you want a drink, you want to work for it. That's why I only drink Malort. Its unusual full-bodied flavor of deck varnish and viper piss is a taste savored by two-fisted drinkers. So if you think your two fists are strong enough, why not grab yourself a shot of the only booze big enough to knock some sense right back into you? Jepson's Malort. It'll kick your ass for you, so you can take time taking her easy. Proud sponsor of Chad the Birdcast, which is what you're listening to right now. It's going on, everybody. I'm Chad. I'm a bird. This is the Birdcast, and you're listening to it. Hey, how are you doing? It's been a rough for a six bunch of years, but like as of Monday, it's been a bit of a thing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google Roe versus Wade right now, and it's rough, and I'm sorry that this is where we're at, but like, hey, focus and nuance and opinions, facts. We just have to keep our heads in the game and make our voices heard. So this is mine. Hello. Uh, what happened uh, Saturday? Well, I'll tell you. Meanwhile, in Chicago, actually something really cool happened. I don't have a joke for that because it's good. It's like positivity is sometimes pretty great. So take a listen to what we talked about, but before you do go down and do all the stuff that you got to do, rate and review and come check out that link tree and we're like <laughs> the link tree and then come see where I'm at. Like there's so many cool flavors of me out there. It's not as gross as it sounds like, but also, yeah, it's pretty gross. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of different options. You can do a bunch of stuff. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. You can check me out on beams where I've been doing all the homework to get you ready for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which opens today! Yeah! Um, what else happened? I saw Letter Kenny. They came through. That was fucking awesome. I was chuffed. Uh, and I really hope they come back and let me drink with them next time. So I'm just, I'm trying to bring the energy down a little bit because national news has got us all fucking crazy all over again and are fucking spiking our anxiety. <sighs> fucking, oh my God, I'm exhausted. So I thought I would do like a hometown story. So come with me to Chicago, won't you? Let's check on what's going on here. It's raining. I'm hungry. Anyway, let's go live to me in Chicago, already in progress. You like me, cause you could go downhill. I can't promise that you love me, but you probably will. I can't promise that you ever. Hey, um, before we start this town meeting, could we like just take it down a minute? Like, not a whole minute, cause fuck, who's got one of those lying around with the pins and loose coins? Keep track of those! Seriously, nobody has any money. Put those in a fucking jar. I see someone leaving a fucking dime lying around. I'm shaming you on TikTok. <laughs> Let's do a few seconds. Can we do a bunch of seconds? Because yeah. we need a minute, but who's got that kind of money? 
So just be like, bow your heads or whatever you want. It's your life. I don't care. <laughs> oh, mighty whatever that's listening, and hopefully tis a merciful deity, because we got, like, shit going on, and we get it. You're bigger than us, but, like, take it easy. It's been a bitch. <laughs> we are about to hear some opinions and facts surrounding other things that people have facts and opinions on. But people's lately have been cranky and haven't been out in a while, so they forgot how to drive. So may you bless us during the following with the gifts of focus and nuance. Because, like, I don't know if you read the comments, but it's looking like we've been in a drought for a while and could use the rain. In the name of rousing, carousing, and raising some shit in the spirit of free press, we pray. If you know, you know. Hey, hey, my, my. If you're from Chicago, you know three things. One, get a comfy pair of pajamas because you're gonna wear them under your clothes from November to May. <laughs> Two, the good bars are the ones that look closed, but take the parents to the breweries so they don't get nervous. <laughs> and three, the lake is east. Also, if you're actually from Chicago and not just a transplant from Kansas who brought enough rounds, paid for enough Ubers, and has been here through enough winners that you've finally been accepted in the community, you say you know tree things. <laughs> Obviously, there's more nuance be praised, but you get the idea. It's a tough place to be from. The weather doesn't get you. The general politics around here will because it's like all the Gotham City villains, we, they come here to take a time out after being beat by the Batman. But this breeds a certain caliber of hometown human. Despite what the YouTube and TV tells you Chicago is, for some it's a barren hellscape of crime and Old West shootouts. For others, it's everybody's here was a cop at one point and we just went rogue for justice. No matter where you're from, Chicago is a hometown. And like all hometowns, we drink in the afternoon. I don't give a fuck if you like it. And everyone knows everyone and definitely heard that thing and has a screenshot. We pass notes here, is what I'm saying. <laughs> we keep track. And the Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper with all the info, picks, opinions, ideas, journals, stories, both kinky and chaste, of our small town of 8,901,000 people is the Chicago Reader. Back in the 70s, Robert Roth started a zine made for and by peoples in Chicago, but like on the street Chicago, the, not the deep dish crowd, the dip beef crowd, you know what I mean? If you don't, it's fine, don't at me, it's food. <laughs> Under an editorial mission based on a Tom Wolfe quote, quote, the future of the newspaper as opposed to the past, which is available at every newsstand, lies in your direction, i.e. the sheet willing to deal with the way we live now and summed up in their one-year anniversary editorial in 1972, quote, we find street sellers more interesting than politicians, and musicians more interesting than the Cubs. They're closer to home. In its 51 years, it has been the scrappy hometown meat people in this town know about, and it just doesn't taste right anywhere else. It circulates to over 50,000 people in this little town. It's the place to know we're going on, what's going on, what's happening who we should be proud of, and who we should be righteously peeved at, and where to find the best tacos on 420. <laughs> Righteous and true to their word. They're the George Bailey of alt news. And according to the Association of Alternative News Weeklies, quote, the most significant historical event in the creation of modern alt weekly, 
pioneered the practice of free circulation, a cornerstone of today's alternative papers, and also developed a new kind of journalism, ignoring the news and focusing on the everyday life and ordinary people, end quote. It lived off ad revenue and is always free, operating at a loss, passed back and forth between wealthy peoples trying to keep it alive, and it was eventually bought again in 2018 for $1 before finally securing a path to nonprofit during the pandemic. But then, <laughs> November 24, 2021, co-owner Len Goodman published an op-ed, quote, called, Vaxing Our Kids, Why I'm Not Rushing to Get My Six-Year-Old the COVID-19 Vaccine, claiming he doesn't trust a rushed vaccine, and that the prominent media personalities are shills for big pharma that are paid to push the vaccine now. Why Len Goodman didn't save this for Thanksgiving dinner is a mystery, but whatever, he owns it. Published the article, and the alt-news staff got a little concerned. They wanted a fact-check. Publisher Tracy Bain did. They found over a dozen instances of falsehoods and misleading information, because, you know, they're the news, and they know where to get the best Cubanos in the city. But Goodman pushed back and claimed censorship, and now, bam, we're back at Thanksgiving dinner 2021 all over again. <laughs> and before we continue, yes, comment section, I fucking hear you. One person's fact check is another person's censorship. One person's correction is another person's choking my God-given constitutional right to freedom, and I'll die on this hill screaming, fuck Spotify, Joe Rogan forever, how many army crawls can you do? Try this, it's all natural. It's fine. <laughs> Opinions are two sides of a coin that's a dime a dozen. I got some in a jar in case it gets wild. So all was not well in the small town of Chicago. Potter had George Bailey by the walnuts. He was gonna finally let George have the bank and George was gonna give it back to the people. But now Potter was mad and he tightened up. Old man Potter yelled, First Amendment! And George was all, no, actually it's just editorial oversight. And now there was gee golly no way George was gonna give the bank back to the people. Quote, it is a hostage situation, says longtime editor Philip Montaro. Len Goodman called the fact-checking industry, quote, Orwellian. It's a tale as old as 2016. <laughs> and then, on April 21st, 2022, on a day finally above 30 degrees when the air didn't hurt your face, <laughs> the editorial union staff and supporters of the reader sang in the streets and marched outside of old man Goodman's mansion. The people rallied and cheered, free the reader, save the reader, and they got two Scabby the Rats. And like, I don't know if you know this, but Scabby the Rat is a giant inflatable rat that people summon from the depths of the city like a Lovecraftian elder god to shame anyone that goes against the unions. We don't know where he goes once he's done. To the sewers, to the sea, it's not for us to know, for it is beyond our mortal minds. Finally, it was decided that George and Mr. Potter would meet, and meet they did on Tuesday, April 26th, as the denizens of the sleepy town of Chicago gathered in the streets, still glistening in the April snow. <laughs> Len Goodman announced that he would let go, saying, quote, we cannot continue the fight without destroying the reader. I'm stepping aside. So Merry Christmas, Music Box! Merry Christmas, Emporium, Barcade, and the Logan Arcade, which is my fave. Merry Christmas, you old money gram on Lawrence and Ashland. The reader has won. It is here to stay. Scrappy, 
dirty, hard-hitting, and right here in your hometown of Chicago. And if you don't know, now you do. I love you, good night. Special thanks to the Barrera Kudas for that kick-ass song, Promises, that's playing at the back end here. Thank you to Jepson's Malort for always being in my corner. Thank you to Jacob Serio for recording me. Thank you to Carrie Reed of the Chicago Reader who gave me the thumbs up on this whole thing. Thank you to the people that got out and spoke and hurt, got heard and made this happen because that's cool. Um, P.S. That 420's taco story was written by me. Just Google Chad the Bird 420 Tacos, the reader. Ah. Oh. Life, life is, you know, kind of nice sometimes on a microcosmic level in my tiny little moment here in Chicago. Feeling pretty good about it. Sure wish it would stop raining, though. But that's Chicago. Is that a good ending? I thought that was a good ending. Oh, hey, podcast people. It's Chad the Bird. And this is a commercial for something super cool that you should totally get into. But why me? And why you? Well, here's the deal. I have a brand new show in the works just for you that will hearken you back to a time before when things were random and all bets were off. When Ecto Cooler roamed the land and you would wake up early on Saturday mornings. Remember those days? It's been too long since we've had reason. And now here I am with you and that reason. And that reason is a brand new live action show starring me and an army of comedians, musicians, writers, actors, celebs, and randos streaming right into your desktop on Saturday mornings live. TV used to be wild, free, untamed by plot and point, remember? When it was just whatever the hell you got, like Halloween candy. Sometimes it's chocolate, sometimes it's a pack of chalky bullshit. Either way, that's the game. My new show will stack your pumpkin bucket with random comedy, music, spoken word, and whatever the hell people give me into 20 minutes of prime internet escape written and performed by the best of the best and the best we can afford right into your home Saturday mornings live. So join me, Chad the Bird, and donate to my Patreon now to bring back the good old days of nonsense to your Saturday mornings. Funding will help produce and maintain a monthly show that we hope to turn into a bi-monthly show, and hey, you go all ham on this and we'll go weekly. Take back your Saturday mornings, reclaim random, and give me money. Chad the Bird is my name, and my new show is all for you, podcast people. So click the link and get in on it. Is that good? Oh, fuck, we're still recording? <laughs>